on this week's episode of Friend Code. We're talking about Switch's November releases and Nintendo's financials. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Friend Code. My name is Michael Damiani. I am your moderator. And today I'm joined by Mr. Kyle Bossman. Hello. Mr. Daniel Budworth. Hello. And we got a, a little bit of news. A little, little slow week on news. For Nintendo, for Nintendo news. For Nintendo news. Yeah, yeah for Nintendo <laughs> news. Um, there, there's an event going on right now, <laughs> Paris Games Week, so plenty of gaming news coming out of that. But... What about uh, Super Mario Galaxy? Sorry, Odyssey. Oh, Galaxy. <laughs> no, 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 Super Mario uh, yeah, Odyssey. There, there's this little game called Super Mario Odyssey. The which... biggest game in the year. The biggest game of the year. Yeah, why aren't we talking about Define that? Define biggest game, Kyle Bossman. The most important and influential game of the year. Wow. <laughs> Old statement from Kyle Bossman. Yep. But a good question. Why are we not talking about it? Uh-huh. Um, it's a, it just came out this past Friday. Yep. We are giving everyone a bit of time to get through it. Not just us, the, yep. the rest of the allies, but also those of you, the viewers. So Get your moons. Next episode, yep. very high probability, there'll be in-depth Mario Odyssey discussion. So please, if you can, try and finish it so You've been that warned. you can enjoy that episode. Yep. Um, it's not really that much housekeeping, actually. I didn't see any corrections for last episode. So so you were perfect. I was perfect. Okay. <laughs> I love this streak. Got to keep that streak going. Got to keep that perfect streak going. And <laughs> Right now, it's going to be like 30, a minimum of 30 corrections for yep. this episode. Um, but as First always... Correction. Yeah, that'll be the first correction. Damiani, there was not 30 corrections. Give me give me some credit. Anyway, I like to start every episode off with a segment called Dear Nintendo. Where we go through an issue of Nintendo Power. We go back in time to the past. A little gateway into what used to be. And we got an issue here. And it's kind of relevant because... Bossman said Galaxy. This is what this is what put it in my head. This is man. what put it in his head because we got this episode of, of sorry, volume of Nintendo Power with Super Mario Galaxy 2 on the cover. Mario yeah. and Yoshi there. Good duo. And as Kyle always likes to know, what what volume number? When did this come out? This is the May 2010 subscriber edition, volume 2010. two. Volume 254. Good. So Good Galaxy time. 2 was revealed at E3 of that year, was it not? Uh, it was a, it was revealed in oh, I forget I'm not gonna say because I want a correction sure uh, but it was, de- it was definitely it came out that year so it was definitely revealed before then I forget I only remember uh, Galaxy uh, original Galaxy stuff like that the whole timetable too yeah was very quickly after um, it's just but, interesting that's the May issue and we have Galaxy yeah, two already we're close yeah it's getting close to E3 2010 which uh, yeah 2010 uh, this is we still going strong here. Wii's in a good place in 2010. Nintendo's in a good place. The slump is starting, though. But it's, 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 yeah, it's getting there. Yep. We are starting to, to get to that point where people are wondering, um, is, is Wii sales slowing? Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is Xbox 360 and PS3 catching up? Yeah. This is when we think Wii HD is happening. Yeah, this is when those rumors start <laughs> yeah. to begin. All Pactor things. Yeah. But yeah, this is the great Pactor. <laughs> Wii HD is coming, yep. everybody. But anyway, let's dive into the, the, it's, and for those of you who weren't on the episode two episodes ago, they changed the name of Pulse Players Pulse to Pulse. At some oh point. yeah, this is the Attitude Whoa. Era. Yeah, yeah. So Kyle was on this. Yeah. You weren't Attitude on this yet. Attitude Era. Uh, and uh, editor in chief Chris Slate. But we got some letters here. Let's go okay. through them. Um, I don't know if Kyle sees this. Don't hassle the Hoff little thing with this little sprite work right here. Mm-hmm. For what? Was so that, this was is, that related to? Um, I don't know if this is a letter or not. Let's just read this. Okay. Uh, oh, does yeah, it is a letter. I'm sorry. Great. All right, so don't hassle the Hoff. Using my super awesome powers, I was able to get inside my copy of The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. It was awesome at first, but now I've got a medieval, medieval mob after me. Should I lose them in the Shadow Temple and potentially get eaten by a redead, or should I accidentally fry them in Death Mountain? And then... And then, if I survive, should I file a lawsuit against Link from Tristan O? The Hoff says, don't do either. I know a guy who knows a guy. Head to the ranch in the center of Hyrule Field and ask for Ingo. He'll get you in touch with the right person. Something or other dwarf to make that mob go away permanently. 
Now there's a chance that you'll end up getting cursed and you and your entire family will be turned into spiders. But really, who ever heard of something like that happening? Oh, and if you really want to avoid angry mobs, stop looking at all the ladies with your lens of truth already, will ya? Whoa. What? Who is the Hoff? Who is the Hoff? Reveal yourself. This sounds yourself. Like, a, like an ongoing segment of Pulse. Yes. yes. This, this is what I'm saying. They have attitude right the, now. This is, the, this is the height of attitude right here. Yeah. I need Huber for what's like the wrestling equivalent of this. <laughs> like, this is... Wow. The Hoff. The Hoff. Just going off. And there's a Mega Man sprite of the Hoff. Jeez. The guy with glasses and a goatee. Look at that. He's mean. Yeah, he's mean. Yeah, it's totally Mega Man, isn't it? Yeah. All the proportions. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, good catch there, Kyle. Very nice. All right. Yoshi. Okay. Pal or Pawn? Ooh, I like this. I think Yoshi is being used as a servant. <laughs> think about it. The only time Mario has really saved the guy is in Super Mario World. But mm. Yoshi has been saving his tush for years. And if you really think about it, Yoshi has defended Mario since the plumber was a baby in the Yoshi's Island game. Or games, plural. Mario doesn't even treat him with respect, often sacrificing Yoshi after he's done using him. Yeah. The worst part is that Luigi, the green moocher, the lowest of the low, also takes advantage of Yoshi. I think the bros had better start giving piggyback rides. Or Yoshi should hire Phoenix Wright and sue for physical and emotional distress. <laughs> Defender of the Green. So Nintendo plucked this one. They said, yeah, that's good yeah, to print it. It's good to print it. Did, did they respond? To- <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it all comes down to the player, doesn't it? You can avoid putting Yoshi in unnecessary danger and protect them all the way to an end of a level. Or you can be like me and hop off the little green guy to reach a high platform leaving him to plummet into a pit. Mario is innocent. The guilty one, plot twist, was you all along. Live with your shame. This <laughs> Nintendo. Can you believe this? They Live published it. What a time. <laughs> Live with your Ride, shame. Riding high. You're probably 12 <laughs> years old. I miss players' pulse. Pulse is too heavy. <laughs> but uh, to be honest with you, this is one of the things that weirds me out about Galaxy 2, is I think it was almost like too late to ride Yoshi. Yoshi had mm-hmm. become his own character at this point. You could do him in, you could be him in Mario golf and stuff. Yeah. And so like, it's just weird to ride Yoshi after a certain point when he's already his own character. Just, yeah. Kids wouldn't understand that. They'd, if they'd play those other games, they'd be like, why is Mario riding Yoshi? And then when you could like just, just throw him into a pit, you'd be like, oh, yeah. Mario just killed Yoshi. You'd expect like a penalty. Yeah. No penalty whatsoever. Mario nope. just goes on his merry mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Merry Mario. Before we knew that Mario actually popped Yoshi in the back of the head whenever he wanted to use his tongue, too. <laughs> I have a letter here from someone named Kyle. Okay. One of the most underrated games ever is Wario Land Shake It. Uh, definitely not me. <laughs> That's definitely not me. <laughs> I have always been a huge fan of 2D platformers. Yep. And it is great to play a Nintendo published one on a home console for the first time in years. I love the game's incredible graphics, music, and all of the extra missions to complete. I hope that we get another Warrior Land on Wii that's yeah. as good as this one. Oh. Kyle does not like this. You never got another Wario Land. Never got Ever. another Warrior Seven Land. Seven years later, Warrior Kyle, Wear. nothing. Uh, have either of you played that game? Which one? I played it. For Shake, it. Shake It. Yeah. No, I didn't play. Sh- oh, maybe I played it at a preview event, actually, but yeah. I never played it when it came out. It's weird. I mean, maybe I should. Maybe it is right up my alley, but there was just something so unappealing about it at the time. Hmm. I think the shaking. I think we okay. were at this point sick of shaking. Oh yeah, we didn't want it's like, anymore. Yeah, like grab a chest and shake, and like yeah. coins fly out. Yeah. Oh yeah. It might be worth the playthrough today, but at the time, yeah, it was just now with the group. We get in the group stream an idea. Yeah. Warrior Shake It is definitely being nominated. Life, I love the art. Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. piece of art. Yeah. Wario posing there. The same guys that went on to make the uh, Kirby and Yoshi games. Oh. Huh. Okay. Good feel. Yeah. All right. Um, this whole segment's on what games do you think are underrated. Um, ooh, sorry. The Chibi Robo series is often mm. overlooked. Yeah. The hardcore crowd write it off as kitty shovelware. But the games have a great old school concept and a ton of charm. 
They are as addictive as Animal Crossing once you give them a chance, despite the game's goal of cleaning for happy points. I hope to see more Chibi Robo games down the road. No game, no name given. Sorry. Chibi Robo feature. Yeah. Chibi Robo is a weird franchise though, because they like yeah. I mean, they almost have turned it into like the shovelware that they bring up. So the Walmart only DS game I think is out at that point, or is that later? No, it should be out by then. Okay, and then after that was what's it called? Whiplash. Right, Ziplash. Ziplash. What was the one? What's the most recent one? Ziplash. Uh, Ziplash. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they so had you're that, right. That blood. Photo thing. It eventually became shovelware, right? Oh, you're right. I played that photo game. I totally forgot about mm-hmm. that. Photo Finder, I think it is. Something like that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I forgot I played that entirely. Chibi Robo will be in the next Smash Brothers. And there's, a, I think there's another cool. one that came out on DS, but but only in Japan. I think that might be the Walmart only game. Same. No, game. no, no. It's a, it's a different. I'm pretty sure. Whoa. It's a different game. To be honest, okay. I'm one of those. I didn't think it was Kitty. I just thought I looked at it and I just judged it based on its looks initially. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I no. The original out. game is super cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like sequels have kind of, kind of lost that. Yeah. First game's the best. Some of the, the narrative and stuff they had going on yeah. with the family. One of the most underrated games of all time is Pokemon Puzzle League for Nintendo 64. Okay. The game is amazing. Once you start playing, it's almost impossible to stop. In my opinion, Pokemon Puzzle League is the best puzzle game on the N64, and it's sadly underappreciated. No name given. (laughs) Kyle, what's your experience, if any, with Pokemon Puzzle League for Nintendo 64? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Bloodworth, have you touched it? Isn't that the same game as Tetris Attack? It's just Pokemon themed? Yes. I think so. Yeah. But still zero. And I'm going to round out an average with zero as well. <laughs> uh, so, I've seen it recommended many times, yeah. and I think it's got a cool progression to it is what the Pokemon license adds to it. Nice. Uh, and it's on Wii U eShop. Oh, virtual console source? Hmm. Yep. Nice. Group stream nomination. Yeah. Pokemon uh, Puzzle League. Yeah, it's another one that I just I don't have a good excuse for not playing it for sure. Saw a lot of like coverage of it back in the day, but yeah. I just never like really play. I actually got during this time during the time period of when it came out I was not really into Pokemon at all so that's well, my too cool uh for me I just like don't like puzzle games besides Tetris that too I'm not like games like money puzzle exchange and stuff like that yeah like or columns and like Tetris I, is about my extent of anything like yeah that. when I can play when I can go on an adventure why would I choose to just like grind a puzzle for hours and hours you know that's kind of how I feel did you play Sonic Mania yes did you play the part where you have to play like a puzzle game as a boss battle? Yeah. Was that a pretty good moment though? It's a great moment. Okay. <laughs> so it can be it can be an adventure game. Mm-hmm. Just the whole game can't be an adventure, I guess. Yeah. Or a puzzle you mean? What's that? So the whole game can't be an adventure? The whole game a whole can't be an adventure. A puzzle game can't be like an adventure oh. style. A puzzle game cannot be a whole a puzzle game in its entirety it can't really be an adventure game. Except one game does come to mind. What game is that? Captain Toad. <laughs> Treasure Tracker. Oh, I'm sorry. That game is strictly a puzzle game. Puzzle game with adventure elements. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Please tell me you saw that part in Odyssey, Kyle. <laughs> anyway, we won't say it. Um, when I think of a game being underrated, mm. I immediately think of Zelda 2. Nice, good pick. This next line Great is going to make us laugh because of like our eternal debate over Captain Toad. Okay. Uh-oh. This is going to make a new debate. Sure, it's a platformer. And yes, it's one of the most Ooh. difficult games in the NES library, but it's an amazing title. Zelda 2 introduced the series to NPCs and the magic system. Actually, in, in, oh, I guess if you... No, NPCs are in Zelda 1. Yeah. But magic system, yeah. Okay. Inspired a lot of games like the NES Rambo. <laughs> Wait, what? What? I need to play this game. I need to play NES Rambo right now. Yep. I have a hard time uh, believing it inspired NES besides Rambo. Besides, who could forget I Am Error? Matt Caboose. Who could forget I Am Error? There is platforming in Zelda 2. That is not a platforming game. Yeah. I would say that the platforming is what makes that game hard, though. Some people argue the combat's what makes it hard. People like I had so many people complain about how the combat works Once in Once you get game. to a dungeon, man. Yeah. That is a game that came up on the last episode, Frank. It was, uh, it was one of the patrons' pulse questions. Would we like to see a Zelda 2 remake like Samus Returns? Mm. I am fully on board for something like that. That would be so cool. That would oh, really be yeah. cool. Yeah. Because um, the, the thing, the last time that I played through Zelda 2 and ended up not really finishing it, it was because not the Great Palace itself. 
but the road to the great palace with ah, like invisible yeah, eyeball medusa head things you know and yeah. it's like you're trying to j make these jumps and like some invisible like thing hits point. you and you fall in the lava and you're dead save your like, magic for your fairy you just bypass yeah. all that stuff because if you get to the great palace when you get a game over you could still start from there yeah. you don't have to backtrack to get there so good uh, stuff best dungeon theme is all the two Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, it was really great when they brought them back for Smash. Dun, 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 yeah, the Smash dun, Brothers version dun, dun, was great. Dun, dun. Um, one last one here. Okay. Because this is one I think is completely overrated, if anyone thinks this is a good game. Wait, this person said underrated. Yeah, so I okay. disagree with them. All right. I'm amazed at how underrated Super Mario Land for the Game Boy is. Nobody ever mentions it at all. Exploding Koopas? Awesome underground theme? Flying in a plane and riding in a submarine? Uh -huh. Awesome. From yeah. Derek. What's like, your problem? Super Mario Land is one of the worst platforming yeah. platformers <laughs> in terms of mechanics. Why? The platforming mechanics in that game are so bad. It was so impossible to control Mario in that game. It handles It was really, impossible? It is really bad. It, I don't even count it as a Mario game. So nobody it can beat it. It just uses Mario imagery, oh. but like its platforming mechanics are so far removed from any other <laughs> Mario game. It is the real Mario 2 of the series. Like, the real outcast of Black Sheep. Like, Super Mario <laughs> Brothers 2 is not not the outcast. It's, uh -huh. it's Super Mario Land. I did not like playing that game. Mario's so small and judging the... Like, no, it was not fun. Good music. Good music. I'll give it that. Good music. And those sequences were cool. Yeah. Submarine and flying. The temple. Yeah, I like that. I just don't like the platforming in that game. Wow. Not a fan of that. You're on an adventure. Uh, You're on an adventure in that game. Mario the Explorer. Come a long way from that, haven't we? No, it's from a good Mario game. Land. Mario Land's a good game. It belongs on the underrated I think we, list. I think we might need to settle it on Mario Land. Super sure. Mario Did Land play, didn't you play it recently? You played no, two. I played two recently. Which is that's really good. So that's two a good one. Very, very good. I played one forever. Six yeah. gold coins. Good one. <clears throat> yeah. Um, let's go wrap it up for our Dear Nintendo segment. Mm -hmm. Good stuff there. Our first topic for today, we're going to talk about some November releases. Because we, uh, we got a release date for uh, Rocket League. Uh, it was confirmed that uh, Rocket League will be coming out uh, on the eShop uh, on November 14th for $19.99 for $20. Um, and it, uh, it has the Switch exclusive content, the battle cars, the Mario and Luigi car, mm -hmm. the Samus car. And they also, uh, for those of you who didn't see it before... It will have cross-platform play with the PC and Xbox, uh, Xbox One, mm -hmm. so you can play with your friends on oh, those PC systems. Oh, PC and Xbox. Okay. Yeah. So PC and Xbox, obviously no PS4, because we, we know the situation Sony. So that is a new addition to the lineup of November Switch games, which now include, in addition to Rocket League, which begins November 14th, we have Doom on mm -hmm. November 10th for $59.99 full price. On November 14th as well will be L.A. Noir for $49.99. So ten dollars less. Bless. Anyone had coverage of that game? Uh, really, I've not seen any gameplay. You mean like video footage of it? Yeah, like or like, even or impressions. Any hands on, hands on yeah. impressions. Because like, we've had plenty of chances to see Doom and Skyrim. You've seen Doom? Yeah, you did a I report Doom, on it. Yeah. Didn't oh you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, last but not least, Skyrim on November seventeenth, fifty nine ninety nine. Also has some. Uh, Nintendo exclusive bonus content in there. All right, so here's the question. All right, Kyle, what's the question? At then? the end of November, what is number one on the, the Nintendo e store, Nintendo store, so digital sales? Now that Rocket League has been thrown in there, yeah. I'm, I'm nervous. Mm. I originally said Skyrim. Yeah. Our original yeah. bet was I said Skyrim would be top 10 MPD yeah. for November and be the number one selling Switch game, possibly. I, I said Odyssey might still beat it, but it would, be like, gonna beat it. it would be the number one November release mm -hmm. sales. Now with Rocket League, I don't know. It's like all bets are off. Yeah. It's like the scene from uh, from Lethal Weapon movie when they're betting on Riggs, who's going to win the chase, and they find out he's on foot. He goes, I don't know anything about that. All bets are off. All bets are off. So right. new information means bet has to be amended. Okay. So now with this in mind, we got to pick one. Who Who's winning, Kyle? Is there not a first party game that month? Uh, I, is, I mean, Is it because Xenoblade is the first? Xenoblade yeah. is December 1st. Sure. Um, I, I don't know about any of the smaller releases, Blood. I didn't, I okay. didn't check it. These are like... Yeah, I was I mean, basically going for like the, the third like party There's like a list. dozen smaller releases every yeah, yeah, week, yeah. so... Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any like first party like things, because Mario just came out, and then Xenoblade, I don't think there's anything coming in Pokemon. Between. 
Pokemon. Ultra Sun Ultra. But that's for 3DS. 3DS, yeah. Yep. I don't, I'm talking about Switch. Yeah, yeah, but I, like... But uh, Kyle wants to give shouts because Pokemon will actually will win the month. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's your winner right there. <laughs> Kyle is, like, betting. Uh, okay, so I think... I'll take this one. At the end of November, the last day of November, we check best-selling games. Mario is still number one. Okay, so Mario Odyssey will still be number one. Yeah. Hmm. Blood, what do you think? <sighs> yeah, Mario is an interesting twist because I was only looking at those... Um, I feel like we should say excluding Mario then, Kyle. Mm. We should pick from these four. All right, fine. That's what people really want to know. Rocket the- League will be okay. Rocket League will beat yeah. Skyrim. Okay, yeah. From LA Noir, Skyrim, Doom, and Rocket League, which of those four will end up the highest at the end of November on the eShop charts? On the eShop charts, huh? Yes. Yeah. That's how we're going. I mean, I think Rocket League's got multiple advantages. Um, I mean, I think Doom is going to do really well. I think Skyrim's going to do really well. But I think Rocket League uh, is going to have... Fewer people that care about I already have that game, you know? Yeah. Uh, people, like, because it's just a game you just go back to anyways over and over again. Uh, and I think especially, like, with the holidays coming up and people traveling, like, it's going to be easier to just take the Switch with them than to grab their PS4 or Xbox or whatever. Um, and then, um, yeah, the multiplayer is a, a, a big part of that. and uh, And people, like, yeah, as you're saying, like as as dumb as those little extra skins and stuff sound, like people are really into all the flags and all the bonus things that are in Rocket League, and it's cheaper than the rest. Yeah, by that's far. a big point. And it's actually Damiani incredibly interesting to me that it's cross compatible with the Xbox version, mm-hmm. because we wasn't sure, wasn't clear before if Sony simply didn't want to be cross compatible with Xbox or any other consoles. Mm-hmm. And so now it's officially there that Sony just doesn't want to deal with other consoles. Yeah, uh, I mean, this could be an individual case, but evidence kind of points. The more yeah. rational explanation is Sony doesn't want to play ball with anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, but this is like the first opportunity to test that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess Sony, you could you could Sony say will Minecraft. Cross platform with Steam. Yeah. But. Yeah, they'll they'll cross they'll cross platform with. Yeah, the that, but they will not any any other console has been like off limits yeah, for sure. Sony. I guess uh, I guess Minecraft would be the first example, and this would be the second. So yeah, that's interesting. Um, I will go with, you know, I'm gonna go with Rocket League as well, just because okay. and that point you made, Bloodworth, the reiterating that's 1999. I think that gives it, it, it that's the biggest advantage it has. Yeah, and and they all come out middle of the month, so it's definitely gonna. Yeah, I, I think it's the safest bet right there. Uh, NPDs is revenue. It could still break that top ten. Oh yeah, well that that's our that's our that's our side bet. Yeah, like so we have a who's we shop. who's you, we you and me we do we have fun. it's for fun. There's like no stake. I don't There's, remember this. Uh. You said top twenty. Remember you said it would be in the top twenty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You said Skyrim would only be in the top twenty for MPD. It would not be in the top ten. I totally forgot about you this. Did. You did. I'll stay. I'll double down. Though. Yeah, yeah. But we have no stakes. It's just <laughs> yeah. for fun. Okay. So I say Correct. top ten. That's not changing. We, we can't change those bets. But yeah. this is for eShop mm-hmm. charts, and I think yeah, Rocket League's gonna win that hands down. Great. So we'll we'll follow up on that at the. Uh, End episode. of November. And whatever episodes after that, we'll we'll, we'll keep track some tabs on that. Um, other bit of news. Um, two-parter here. Rolled into one to condense this down. A one-parter. Uh, Nintendo's second quarter results for fiscal year uh, quarter uh, for 2018, sorry, um, and uh, September uh, MPD numbers. So we're going to talk about that. Um, first of all, with the, the second quarter results for Nintendo... Uh, Switch has now moved 7.63 units lifetime to date. Um, 7.63 units? What? 63 million. Oh, okay. Oh, I said, I forgot the million. Million's pretty <laughs> important there, everyone. So important. 7.63 M. That's how it's written. Million. Um, it's a lot. It's a good number. Yeah. Um, they had to bump up their forecast a little bit as well because it's doing so well. And in fact, that one of the headlines I read today was that by April of next year, it is entirely possible that Switch sales a lifetime to date will beat out the complete life sales of the Wii U. They worldwide. will. Do you remember when the Wii Oof. U just topped off at 10 mil and Oof. then like nothing happened after it? Yeah. What, is it probably at like 11 or 12? Yeah. Uh, it's like a 13 something okay. or 12 something. It's it's close. It oh. just stuck at 10 for so long. It was such yeah. a bummer. And so to see it get, I, forget, I constantly forget that the Switch came out in March. 
Oh I, yeah. Every memory I have is of it coming Playing out last through, year. Honestly, I'm like, man, it's like it's year two of Switch. Well, wait, Switch is not even a year old. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Just because instinctively, it's like, oh, Mario usually comes out like year two or three. It's, it's like crazy. Nope. Yeah. We're not even a year in. Um. So uh, the breakdown of those hardware sales uh for worldwide, uh, Japan got 1.95 million uh sales. America's leading with 3.11 million. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like how they put other. Apologies to the rest of the world, but you are classified as other by Nintendo. So every other territory where Switch is sold, um, 2.56 million. So, Well, actually, that is crazy. Uh, Japan was 1.7, you said? 1.95, so almost 1. 2. 1.95. So, so yeah, Japan's pretty close to the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, the that's actually surprising. That's crazy. Which is, if you ever, all the stories, all the discussion you ever hear about when a Japanese company cares more about, uh, not more, but cares significantly about their home territory, how their products do there, and yeah. sometimes will base decisions around that, this is sometimes the reason why. Yeah. Because they mm-hmm. sell so much in their home That's territory. A big portion, yeah. They cannot neglect it. It is still a really big market in Japan. So that uh, the, the broad news here is that Switch is doing pretty well. It's still going strong. No signs of slowing down. And they gave us a nice software breakdown of the, the software that's been released so far. Nice. In less than a year of the Switch's life. By the way, I love this. I love that Nintendo is willing to say this t- title sold this many. This has been yeah. very generous of them yep. and very useful. Like, yep. I love how they do this, yep. especially with how NBD's cracked down and changed over the last few years. Um, so in terms of software, these are worldwide numbers, by the way. Uh, Breath of the Wild's leading the pack with 4.7 million units. Um, right on its heels, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with 4.2. So there's a chance Mario Kart might catch. It's the, going to, dude. With, with that, with that holiday, nice. yeah, the holidays will be interesting. And see. you add that to like the sales 8 already made. Like yeah. Deluxe was a cheap game to develop. Yeah. You know, you just took oh, your yeah. Wii U game and you just. You Cheaper just... to develop than Breath of the Wild from scratch. Yeah. Course, yes. And so just think the profits on that. That's crazy. Um, the good news is I think the quote was. Uh, Miyamoto was on record saying that like Zelda had to sell uh, whatever amount to break even mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the production cost of that game. Uh, it is at 4.7 million. I believe it's like almost double what it needed to sell at this point. They had to sell like 2.5 million copies to break even on its development cost. Whoa! Did that so, game have like a skinny budget? Had like it cost the uh, estimates were around it was like around 60 to 80 million possibly. There's no, they have not given the number out. Yeah. There's just a quote out there about how many copies it supposedly has to sell, and people did the, the math from that. So at 4.7 million, it's definitely above that mark. We talked a lot of actually about how uh, Sony and Xbox take a cut of mm-hmm. sales, but Nintendo's not taking a cut out of Nintendo. So I guess why that wouldn't make sense. Well, I mean, Nintendo's, fewer copies. I mean Nintendo's also sell their games at retail, so they still lose a cut to that. Yeah, but yeah. they don't lose a cut to Nintendo. Of course. Well, maybe. There could be secret Nintendo. Well, it was kind of like how at Viacom we'd have to like yeah. spend some <laughs> of our budget. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you got to pay us even yeah. though we're part of the same right. company. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it could be like that, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, for people that don't understand, like it was kind of ridiculous because there is like an empty room downstairs that nobody was using. <laughs> and we put lights in there and started shooting the podcast in there. And then eventually oh. corporate got wind of it and it was a studio. And then suddenly like other people wanted to use the studio. And then suddenly we were getting... <laughs> charged against a budget for using studio time <laughs> yeah for a room that we just put uh, lights in we shot final bossman in there too we had to pay for the final bossman time <laughs> that was that was something else yeah um next up in third or the third best selling uh splatoon 2 3.61 million units that's a lot man pretty good, good. For Splatoon 2. doing yeah. pretty well uh not not so far yeah, behind those other sometimes. titles so yeah that's uh, probably most definitely will be a Splatoon. 3. I still haven't gotten to properly like partake in a Splatfest. It's Ooh. hilarious. Wow, how many really have there been? How many? It's been like three or four now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think there'll be a Splatoon three this generation? Oh, I don't know about this generation. But I think they'll just keep adding be... to this platform for the rest of the Switch's life. Possibly, but I I do feel like Splatoon three is happening at some point. Sure. Um, but yeah, good stuff from Splatoon. Um, next up, uh, a little lower sales. One two switch at one point three seven million. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still good. Broke a million. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a it, lot it was a launch mean. title, so definitely got help from being a launch title. Yeah. Uh, we were talking uh, before we recorded this that I felt that this game was clearly uh, designed to be a launch game. 
Like, yeah. that, that's that, that's all. Like, didn't <laughs> didn't yeah. Bomberman do more than that? Um, this is only <laughs> Nintendo first party, so they don't yeah, list yeah. the other ones. I think Bomberman, but Bomberman did Bomberman, I'm pretty yeah. sure, has done more than that. And then rounding it out uh, for the top five, uh, Arms, one point three five million. So Arms has broken a million worldwide. Sure. Um, but being the lowest of these five, um, and some of the talk circulating around Arms after it was released, do you think it, it did well enough, both critically and commercially? Now that you know how much it sold. Uh, to just, do you think there'll be an Arms two, basically, or will Arms continue as a series, or is do you think it's more safe to say? It, do you believe more it's going to be a one and done? I think Nintendo's going to say to that team, "Hey, why don't you make us another Mario Kart?" <laughs> Same team, right? It's the Mario Kart eight yeah. team. I think they're going to go, "Hey, why don't you make another one of those?" Like that's the right call to make. I don't think Arms is a franchise that will continue throughout this Switch's life. I also, I mean. Considering how Nintendo tends to do things, unless it's something mega blockbuster like Pokemon or Mario, like they don't do a lot of like within the same generation sequels. Yeah, you you're know? right. Oh so, yeah, it's not their mo. Really. And, and I think Mar- like, yeah, like the Mario Kart team probably was already planning to be on the Mario Kart Nine as soon as they finished Arms. You know, this is the the group that's going to keep making characters and and DLC stuff. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know that. There was a huge expectation. I think there's probably more expectation than what it got. Um, but uh, yeah, there, there are definitely certain certain things that like work against arms, like the uh, you know motion controls, or that people have kind of you know turned their back on. Um, although I, I I think it was to me it was it was cool to see that like Nintendo is like yeah we're actually gonna keep making motion control games once in a while when it makes sense. So yeah. Um, even if it doesn't have a future in terms of like future games, even if it's next generation or whatever, um, I'm still glad they did it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I still think it is, was a worthy, uh, use of their time, whatever uh, the studio behind it, the mm-hmm. team development team behind it. Um, because who knows, like it, yeah, it's still sold over a million copies, which is, you know, some games wish they could sell that much on their first entry. Yeah. yeah. On their first entry. Yeah. And it, you know, it, like you have to try sometimes, and like with Nintendo, they have the means to try. Yeah. So, like, good on them. Like, I, I, I don't think this will discourage Nintendo from trying similar things. That's never been the thing. Like, oh, one game failed, we'll never do anything that's risk take involves risk taking again. It's like completely yeah. against the Nintendo mentality there. So, I, I wouldn't fret about it too much. Um, and all those character designs are so good. Like that's a valuable property just because you have so many cool looking characters. There's, yeah, there's they can use the arms, like media in, in other forms. Like they yeah. can make another game using arms characters or something like that. Like it does not. I don't think even if Nintendo comes out and says they view this as it didn't sell well enough to meet expectations, I would not even write it off as that's the end of like the arms property. Period. Yeah. Who knows where else they'll show up in and stuff? Like, like Ziplash. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You could just make an arms ziplash game. Artoon. Arms cart. Can you uh, please make a side scrolling? Uh... <laughs> be cool. I think it'd be cool as a side scrolling character, actually. Because that's the thing. That, I don't know. Just like you're punching opponents in distance, never feels like you're punching them. Especially when you just have like a fan for your for your punches. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like you get a lot of like goofy things that are like, I, I just want to punch. I feel like, yeah. I think I would have been more into it if there was like a more a significant single player adventure or something yeah. in that. Like that could have maybe been the hook for me, but uh, that's not what they want with. You yeah. know, they want a multiplayer focus. It's not a failure. Yeah, uh, no, by no means. Yeah. Um. In terms of MPD numbers, okay, uh, which kind of like complement this for the month of September 2017. Um, here's where we get into the weird stuff with MPD because they go by revenue. Not by units sold. So in that technicality, PlayStation 4 led all hardware platforms and consumer spend during September 2017. Mm-hmm. While Nintendo Switch sold the most units amongst current-gen consoles. Yep. Um, that last part is important because the number one selling console by units was the Super Nintendo Classic. <laughs> hmm... Super NES Classic. Good stuff, actually. Uh, yeah. It is... Uh, I know I keep promising I'll follow up on this. Like, everyone wants to know updates and stuff. If there's anything. Uh, stores are still getting it. I see updates oh, yeah. from Wario every now and then that, oh, expect 
allotments to come in. They still sell out really fast, though. Yep. Uh, but I'm seeing more updates about that in the time since it's released than I ever saw about the original NES Classic. Yes. Um, one thing real quick on the SNES Classic before we move on to the breakdown of stuff. Um, I was getting into a discussion with somebody, I forget who recently, about uh, the, the appeal to someone like me with the NES and both SNES Classic. Uh, I feel like it's something I had to get in during the moment, like when it's brand new. There's like this kind of like craze at the beginning where everyone's playing it, showing it off. Yeah. The more time we get away from that, the less like enthusiastic I am about playing it uh, or that I feel the need to play it. Which is why the NES Classic, when I didn't get one originally, I stopped caring so much. Really, mm. I was like, ah, I don't really need it and stuff. So, um, I guess my question is, do you, do you either you feel that way about the SNES Classic? Do you, do you feel like if, if you didn't get in on it right away, do, do, does time goes on, he's like, eh, I don't really care, I don't really need it. And will this affect, if, that, if you believe there's any truth to that, when NES Classic comes out next summer... I think it, the only reason it will sell out next summer is because scalpers want to try and get in on, on it again <laughs> on the game. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily is going to be a craze of people who like want to play it again. It's going to be the same system. Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to be the big hook. I could be completely wrong, but no, I think you're right. I think the, the big appeal of it was the time period when it originally came out. That was like the hot, hot, hot moment. Yeah. For it. I think it's fair to call it a fad item. I think it's fair to say that. Uh, Despite all those games being timeless, the product itself doesn't have a long a lot of longevity. I think that's fair, Damian. Okay. Um, I did see the thing about uh the nerd Nintendo European uh, team that helped make the uh, the emulation soft like all the mm. emulation features. Oh for yeah, SNES Classic. They've been doing work for a long time. They got like DS emulation working on Wii U. Yeah, like they're they're really good, really good team. They're they're responsible for all the awesome improvements to SNES Classic. Yeah, uh, over the NES Classic, like the rewind feature, the the faster loading uh, times on the menu compared to NES Classic, just good stuff. Like I hope that they're involved with the whatever virtual console or retro service that Nintendo eventually will offer on Switch, because mm-hmm. that team works pretty good miracles with the, yeah. the software. Oh, they also responsible for getting the FX stuff to emulate some like pretty much correctly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, on there. I think that's so cool that uh, they're just a dedicated team on emulation. And that Nintendo trusts them to do what they do, and then they put out great work. Yeah. Because the Wii U, a lot of the Wii U emulation is kind of bad. Yeah, I would say, like, the, oh, I mean, they did DS, which was like, wow, they, yep. they got this to work on here? Meanwhile, like, your every- NES games on Wii U kind of, like, <laughs> yeah, are, they're like, sucky, they're bland. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so, sorry, back to MPD real quick. Uh, the breakdown. So, we have the top 20 here. Okay. Um, so software, and then again, yep. this is revenue, not units sold. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny Two uh, won the month. Yep, is also the best-selling game of 2017. Now uh, it overtook everything else. So oh, in one month. So in one month. So sorry, Ghost uh, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Sorry, Breath of the Wild. Um, for honor, not, not not happening. Sorry for honor. Uh, NBA 2K18. Uh, I didn't see a breakdown of platform on that uh, because I did come to Switch as well. But right. it did it did sell very well on Switch. Okay. Oh, it did. Yeah, where did you see that? Uh, the eShop. The uh, if you go okay. to, if you go to like the uh, top e-shop charts, those those charts. Yeah, nice. he's doing pretty well in there. All right. Nice. So you're right. I guess I shouldn't say very well without facts, but yeah, uh, Madden, I think it did very well. Madden 18, hmm. FIFA 18. Mm-hmm. So three sports styles right sports. there. First Switch game number five, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. So that's month two. That's not the first Switch game. Huh? Oh, it's exclu- like Switch exclusive. Okay. Because yeah, even thank FIFA. you for correcting me. Yeah, Switch yeah. exclusive. <laughs> yep. First Switch exclusive. I came out the end of August, so it's the first full month of sales, but it's still yeah. released in August, so still charting. Um, then Marvel. That's a good game, by the way. It is a good game. Yeah. You should definitely yeah. check it out if you haven't. Don't dismiss it. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite uh, 6. Um, I wonder how that will make... I know this is not Nintendo-related, but I wonder how that will get people thinking about that game because the news before this was it was selling abysmally everywhere, yeah. that game. Um, so I wonder how, what this actually translates to here. It definitely sold abysmally on PC. I think we could confidently say that. I mean, that. it sold more than the next one, which is Grand Theft Auto V, which always sells a decent amount. Yeah. But I, 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 but it still sold lower than, uh, the sports games and Rabbit, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. And I think you actually can get some of the numbers to figure out what Mario and Rabbit's actually have sold so far. You can kind of Oh, from these, these 2018 reports. Yeah, you can, you can ballpark funny. it. So... You can kind of guess at what Marvel vs. Capcom actually sold. So, whether or not that's good or not, we'll see. Uh, NHL 18 is at 8. Breath of the Wild at 9. 
Breath of the Wild sticking and around. And Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege yep. was 10. Um, but here's the rest of the top 20. Um, Mario Kart 8 was at 11. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yep. Uh, then Metroid Samus Returns at mm. 12. That's um, pretty good. 3DS sticking yeah. around. And I'm sure Pokemon will do fine. Plus Metroid isn't known to be a big seller and i think when they went True. by like individual like like by just units or something nintendo said it actually would place higher so the revenue thing kind of hurt it uh oh, one, yeah. it's it's cheaper, cheaper game yeah. yeah 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 so they were like uh but if you go by units it's actually better position um so you're gonna pokemon 13 is pokin tournament dx another deluxe game <laughs> then uh, at overwatch arc survival evolved uncharted the lost legacy nba live 18 Splatoon 2 at number 18. Wow. Still selling. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and then good old Minecraft running it out at 20. Actually, it's surprising to see Crash still on there. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, still still on there. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's good to see. There's still, like, such exclusive titles still charting there. Metroid, obviously, yeah, it's a good sign for, yeah. for that. Um, But here we go. I mentioned Destiny 2 is now the best-selling game of 2017 after just one month of release. Um, here is uh, that complete top 10 breakdown for you. Uh, so Destiny's 1, Ghost Recon Wildlands at number 2. Oh, this is year to date? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> NBA 2K18, <laughs> Madden 18, then Breath of the Wild. So that pretty much confirms the gap mm. between Ghost Recon Wildlands and Breath of the Wild is actually getting larger. <laughs> Zelda is not closing in on it. Uh, in a previous episode, I made a statement about Zelda possibly surpassing that. That's probably not happening. Happen. Breath of the Wildlands. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five still selling millions. Like I don't know if millions are still selling like hotcakes. For Honor, Horizon Zero Dawn, good for that. Injustice Two still on there, and then number ten, Mass Effect Andromeda. Still oh. top ten selling games of twenty seventeen for the year. For the year, Mass Effect Andromeda. Huh. That's so funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, it sold a bunch, but it wasn't enough for EA. Yeah. Like, they're just like, no, 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 we're shutting yeah. this video. Um, go, go, you know, go read all the visceral stuff if you want more in depth in the story on uh, Dead Space 2. I still need to read the Andromeda article, but it sounded What's like up, it was pal? similar to Visceral's. Uh, you could say millions for GTA 5 because we know Zelda's done four point something. What did you say? 4.7 for Zelda? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you could easily say that GTA 5 has sold millions in this year. Oh, yeah. I, I just want to be like safe sure you know? but yeah i mean like that game's mm. that's crazy so here the wrap the wrap up this segment here are the top 10 nintendo switch games okay. for year to date sure all right um mario and rabbits kingdom battle is number one year to date mm-hmm. no oh sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry not year to date i got this wrong uh this was the top 10 for september okay Thank all you, right Kyle. okay yeah, as soon as i said i was like wait how did that beat zelda all of a sudden that doesn't make sense i was top sorry top selling switch exclusive or games on switch uh oh so we do have some numbers here or we could figure out some numbers these are the 10 best selling games with uh on switch okay so the switch versions would be here as well great um so something is not on here that was oh, in the no. top 10 uh mario and rabbit kingdom battle uh-huh. is number one mario kart 8 was number two Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was three. Yep. Pokemon Tournament was four. Splatoon was five. So we already saw those in the top 20. I'm shocked NBA so, hasn't so been so said Yep. Six is ARMS. Uh-huh. Seven is Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Whoa. Eight is FIFA 18. Oh. Hmm. Which there was a FIFA thing. Remember everyone was saying, oh, FIFA is not selling at all. But yep. who knows what eighth best on Switch is. So sure. That's interesting. Sure. Eight Lego Worlds and ten Raven Legends. So no NBA. So no NBA. Wow. No NBA on there. Hasn't somebody said though that MPD doesn't actually yes. track eShop? It doesn't, and it's revenue only. So don't freak out about this. Like this is not not huh. eShop sales numbers, so we don't know. But at the same time, it still didn't chart for physical units sold. That's crazy. So, I'm surprised. And that was clearly present in the top ten. It was one of the top yep. five selling games of the month. Uh, Revenue-wise, so there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, Switch games aren't completely dominating software-wise, but they're still charting and they're still doing pretty well. So, and you know, I think jury is still out on some of the titles that are getting Switch versions, especially these earlier ones. And I don't think even if they're not doing well, still not the best thing to just jump on. And say that's it. Umbrella statement for all third-party Switch right. games. None of them are going to succeed on Switch. Like, th- th- yeah, too soon. 
too soon to jump to that conclusion. We'll know after uh, next month. We'll know after Doom and yeah, get, Skyrim. Yeah, this oh, yeah, November really has been. Yeah. Obviously, the indie reaction has been very yep. different. Yeah. You know, but I wonder how much of that has to do with those lower price points. You know, like oh, yeah. people pay another you know ten or twenty dollars for Stardew Valley on the go, um, but you know how many really want to pay sixty again for Doom? Uh, which I mean, from reactions to uh, my previous skepticism, seems like there's actually uh, at, at least a pretty vocal fan base that's like all down for that. Yeah, and Kyle made a point on a previous episode about uh, community is a big thing about some of these, like these, especially the sports games. We we're talking about FIFA sure. that episode. Oh, yeah. Um, and why some people might not adopt the Switch version of FIFA because of the restrictive, like, you can't, we weren't sure if you could, who you could play with online. Right. Also, the thing about you can start a match of friends, mm. whereas, like, we're talking about November predictions and Outlook, Rocket League, which we all predicted probably be the best-selling one because yeah. it was low price point, $19.99, but cross-platform play with Xbox One and PC. That's enormous. So that, that community argument's, like, yeah. gone because like, you will be a part yeah. of the, mostly the core community and lower price points. So, like, that's just, like, a, a perfect recipe there. So if Rocket League doesn't sell very well, um, and, and it, I, would be, I will be very shocked. Um, I'm a little concerned, actually, because that one seems like the one right for – of uh, this early batch that yeah. that one should according to looking on paper that should definitely be a, uh, a hot seller yeah um but also as you said blood looking at the other ones even though they're more fully priced or closer to full price games like do if skyrim doesn't sell very well on switch i don't know if i'll be like in, incredibly like surprised but i'll, I'll probably be mildly surprised i feel mm-hmm. like like game sells well no matter what it's released <laughs> on, so it should it should do okay yeah. for what their expectations are. Um, La Noir is one I'm most worried about. Sure. I, I have a feeling La Noir will not sell well. I feel on like Switch. yeah, like I feel like the, the the hype for that game is mostly past. Yeah. Mm, so uh, yeah, actually, I'm not scared for that because I think it won't do well on any platform, and so they won't be able to point and switch and say like, oh, Rockstar, Rockstar games don't do well on the Switch because I don't think that game's going to do well anywhere. La Noir. Yeah. It's ready to come out. It's also coming out on PS4 and Xbox yeah. One. Oh, and yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, then, okay, I'll get you. Yeah. Um, Doom's like the uh, another one I'll be like most interested in because that is one yeah. a game you never expected to see on Switch. Um, even though Doom does have a history, it has a software as a history with Nintendo. They mm-hmm. have made their games on their platforms before. Uh, I, you, you see one of the lead designers, like, like Doom 64, like he's got like that soft spot soft spot in his heart for it you know no i didn't see that that's cool yeah so like they were really like uh pumping that up on like their twitter feed and stuff nice. like it's you know 20 years since doom 64 <laughs> came out you'll be able to play doom again on switch because i think that was the last time that doom was on a nintendo platform sure. oh doom Pro- oh i'm gonna guess i don't yes. i don't remember there being like a gba port or anything weird like that are well, you sure there's I think no there game was, boy advanced doom th- th- i think there was something on a portable that wasn't Maybe. there I'm pretty I'll sure. I'll check that, that one. I'll look that the, one up. Yeah. Um, Doom I, GBA. I'm on it. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Doom Switch, I, I, I'm very curious to see. That That will help inform me better uh, as to expectations about what's happening because that is, that to me, that's a pretty high profile. That and Skyrim are the high profile ones. Yeah. Rocket League, just on paper, as I said, makes sense. Like it should sell well just because of that. Like it's not going to be the end of the world if it doesn't. It'll just be shocking. Like, whoa, they couldn't even get that to sell. Um, I am I am curious because Skyrim we've seen a very clear effort to kind of uh, appeal to Nintendo fans with like the the gear and things oh, like yeah, that the link from Zelda. Outfit. Yeah, I, I I haven't seen anything so as far <laughs> as I know they're not doing anything like that for Doom. But it would be interesting if there was some kind of extra Easter egg thrown in there, like you know you see see. Like a dry bones walking around or something like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can see Nintendo like greenlighting that. Like, yeah, sure, throw in a, throw in a pair of dry bones, you know, on the floor. Or we have a fire flower for a weapon or yeah, something. yeah, get okay, yeah, like a, a bazooka that shoots out like I Yoshi's. wonder. I wonder because it's M. I wonder if they'll get cute. Yeah, well, well I mean, they Skyrim have the bayonetta stuff. And Skyrim is yeah. M, is it not? So I don't yeah, know if Skyrim's an M. For so sure. yeah, I totally think you're right. It's not unprecedented. You're right. It's holding bayonetta. 
Uh, first, Kyle? Doom 1 and Doom 2 on Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, fun fact, uh, Doom Guy's face doesn't bleed on the Game Boy Advance version in the lower uh, cor- in the corner of the screen. That's, that's funny. <laughs> or it's in the middle. It's in the middle of the screen. Okay. So, yeah, so maybe that's why it's the example that came to my head, because I did s- sort of subconsciously remember that thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is, uh, let's go up for our news section, our main topics for this episode, which brings us to our final segment, uh, Patrons Pulse. Where if you are a five dollar and up patron, you can submit questions for us to possibly answer live on the episode. Um, generally, pick about two questions for each of these segments. Uh, post goes up uh, usually every Sunday of uh, the week that we are recording. Um, getting your question in at earliest doesn't have any bearing on that. I had someone ask me about that on Twitter. I just pick which questions seem the the best for the episode. Um, if, whether we've talked about the subject already or we're going to plan on talking about it. So, yeah, there isn't anything you can really necessarily do that will guarantee your question will get picked. But, uh, you know, I, I do read all of them. I do go through all of them and decide which one is the best. So lots of good questions, as always. And this week we got a lot. Uh, originally, if you read the post, it said this was going to be a Q&A only episode. So I actually had six questions picked out. Uh, we do not have time for that. We're just going to go with two here. So I, I apologize to the four of the people who would not get asked. But to be fair, I'm not going to say what the six were. I'm just going to go with two. Mm-hmm. Got to make the uh, hard cuts. Yeah, I got to make there. the hard cuts. Uh, um, can I make a quick uh, thing? Sure. Uh, Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim, M for Mature. Nice. Okay. So yeah, so Nintendo is, is not afraid to be associated with M for Mature games. All right. Um, I'm, I'm honestly just for the sake of time. I'm just going to go with the first two I have on here uh, because we're getting cutting it close. Um, First one is from Austin uh, Bracken. Hey, allies. With Nintendo coming out firing for the Switch's first year with Mario, Zelda, Splatoon, and Xenoblade, are they setting up for a disappointing 2018? Seems unlikely that Metroid Prime 4 and Pokemon Switch are 2018 games. What else might they have in store for 2018 that we don't know about? Seems unlikely, huh? Seems unlikely. Seems unlikely. I'm already unlikely. on the record. I'm on the record saying Metroid's happening. And I think they... Pr- I think... Game, or Pokemon Company promised Pokemon next year, too. Did they actually promise it? I know they said it's, they're working on it. They said next year. They said next year's Pokemon game will be on Switch. Did they okay. clarify that? I thought the original thing from the Direct when it, first was, when it was first shown yeah. was that it was potentially a 2018, but it could be take longer. You think he said in that video it could take longer than 2018? I thought they clarified that point. Oh, afterward. Yeah. I, okay. don't, I don't remember them clarifying it. it's definitely 2018. I could be wrong. But, but, uh, but well, the- we already know, too, they're working on Fire Emblem. Yes. Yes. And Animal so- Crossing is probably a lock. close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think something said that the I mean their newest statement in that financial report was that they want the goal of mobile is to push people to switch uh, yeah. to the console sales. Yeah. So Animal Crossing uh, Camp uh, Pocket Camp Pocket Camp. Thank you. Uh, we'll definitely try and push people to Animal Crossing in some capacity. Yeah. Sure. For sure. Uh, also yeah, how crazy that game came out in Australia the day it was announced. Yeah. What's up? A lot of games soft launch in Australia. Australia is known for their mobile prowess. Will they not destroy the servers? Is that why? (laughs) Uh, I think it's that. I think it's because it's an island. I honestly think, like, you know, they just consider it, like, out there enough where, like, it's a good testing ground. (laughs) Because I think Pokemon Go soft launched in Australia, too. I forget. Could be possible. Uh, But uh, my answer to that question is, like, of course, no year can ever beat a year that has a new Mario and a new Zelda, especially these two uh, Mario and Zeldas. Uh, but no, don't be worried about next year yeah. is, is how I feel about it. Okay. Retro also has been working for a long time mm-hmm. on who knows what. Yeah. Yep. Whether it's Donkey Kong or a new IP or whatever. Uh, yeah. So that's a real, real possibility. Uh, there's also real possibilities for some more DX games um, along yep. the lines of Pokemon and Mario Kart. And maybe uh, Smash Bros. There you go, Kyle. Yeah, Smash Bros. DX, I think, <laughs> yeah. is a very, Smash Brothers. very real case. Still got, um, that, you got that Smash Brothers going. I also think that there's, along with that, there's uh, probably a decent case for like a Bayonetta DX, like re-releasing that, that Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2-pack. Yeah, you're right. Platinum was teasing stuff with Switch, and then we totally forgot about that. I feel like a new Platinum game on Switch, period. Yeah. Will, will, sure. will be a good thing. But I also yeah. think that like yeah. there is quite a bit of investment into Bayonetta 2. 
uh, that, again, like if you want to get your money back, like let's just put this out on another platform where everything is selling really well. Yeah. Bayonetta Trilogy. Yeah. Ooh, Trilogy. Could be. It's putting out their game in there with uh, Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2. Gonna happen. Um, I, I do think that there could be a surprise, one or two surprises from third parties. We already had Mario and Rabbit plus Rabbit's mm-hmm. Kingdom Battle, Mario mm-hmm. and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Um, who knows what else Nintendo has cooking with a third party, you know, partner of theirs. Yeah. They, we they, were talking at lunch that Tekken is a fairly likely uh, partner. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy Dragon Ball Xenoverse did okay, you know what I mean? Xenoverse 2 uh, on Switch. So yeah, I mean, Panic oh, Nuka is probably stoked and, on the platform. Uh, we still are waiting for the Switch version of Dragon Quest XI, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. So, well, we're waiting for that. Any we're waiting for that a game. U.S. version Everyone, at all. Yeah, we're waiting for you. But chances are, waiting for yeah. chances are that by the time it comes to the U.S., like that Switch version will be ready as well. Like We'll probably get a full multi-platform release here. Yeah. I, I think there'll be at least one or two good surprises from third parties in 2018. Well, So I, I think it's just there isn't a known quantity just yet. Other There's a few things you can point to, like what's well, a Fire Emblem. Um, some other stuff that possibly could be next year, but you know, just just give it time. Like we're still in 2017. We're still like just on the the, the week after Mario has just come out. Like, we we yeah. still got Xenoblade this year, so it's like I think it's a. I get why people are thinking about this. Like, it, it, did Nintendo just like did they like pop, they popped all their cooldowns immediately, and they have like mm-hmm. nothing left? You know, 2018 is gonna be like. What do you got, Nintendo? What do you got, Nintendo? Yeah. But no, we'll have a we'll, so have a, we'll have a meaty January Nintendo Direct for sure. Ooh, yeah. Get those first three months uh, announced. But I do think that we'll always look back at this first year uh, fondly. I, I think this this year will stand out. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's something magical to Mario that probably won't be repeated for the rest of the console's generation. But I do think that there's something to be said for Nintendo pacing it so that there's always a first-party release of some significant, like, every six weeks or so um and uh if they can keep their schedule along those lines that would be great yeah well yeah and and (laughs) it's something we like should state constantly it's just that nintendo is really strong now that their mobile and console teams are all one Mm -hmm. i mean you know we're still seeing some 3ds games pumped out but uh, like that's going to fade quickly and then you know they're going to have twice as many games on this switch platform as either the 3ds or wii u had it's gonna be not just for nintendo i think in general it's gonna be hard to compare i mean not compare but it's gonna be hard to not look back on 2017 and be like holy crap look how many good games came out this year yeah it's just it's just a, a very special unique year and oh, every and, uh, year can't be that yeah octopath traveler that demo is great mm-hmm. yeah there's definitely stuff that you can look forward to on Switch, and just just be patient, you know, just a little bit of patience. Don't don't think of the the worst case scenario just yet. They haven't given you a reason to to jump to that conclusion. Um, and then our last question today is going to be from uh, David. Do you guys think that uh, do you guys think Nintendo's 3D output has surpassed their 2D stuff? Ooh. For a long time, I believe their best games were Super Mario World. A Link to the Past, and Super Metroid. Hmm. Now my favorite game in each of those franchises are Galaxy 2, Breath of the Wild, and Prime, which is probably tied with Super Metroid for my favorite Metroid game. Yeah. So, especially now that we've gone through this year, we just talked about this like banner year for Switch. Um, do you think Nintendo's 3D games have, uh, what they're putting out in the last few years, have surpassed the best of the best from their 2D uh, efforts early on. It's tough, man. It's tough because yeah, what there were, <laughs> there were ten years of two D games, and now we're twenty plus of three D. Sure. Uh, man. I mean, there's still two D games being made. Yeah. I, I mean, the uh, not as frequently though, obviously. But, but Tropical Freeze. Yeah. Tropical Freeze is makes that, a case, Damiani. So is that's a side-scrolling game. Are we going to say 2D as in like a style of game? I so almost like, think the yeah. question is more really interested in timeline. Yeah, I think I, it's, I, it's, it's. Yeah, I get it. They're try, like, it, is Nintendo's output from the 80 compared Nintendo's output from the 80s and 90s pre N64 era, basically. Yeah. To everything since, right? Like, which which is the better lineup? Like, or mm-hmm. which produced the best games from, yeah. from that that pool? 
So especially in, in SNES and NES and the the handheld systems versus N64 onward, which is a little unfair. Well, but. here's the thing: is it'd be hard for me to look at N64 or GameCube or Wii or Wii U or Switch and say this is superior to SNES, but you look at them collectively, and I think you could easily say it. I think you could easily say that everything post SNES is oh. is as accumulated to be greater than. And I mean, I agree with most of those picks. Uh, I would put Ocarina of Time over Link to the Past. I put Metroid Prime over or Super Metroid. I wouldn't. I know we've had this debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I would absolutely. Metroid Prime to me gets it gets it gets bogged down. It gets so bogged does down. Super Metroid. You know, Super Metroid gets bogged down. Oh, it never gets bogged the down. The whole game is boggy. It's a boggy game. Break you two up here. <laughs> you never are sitting around reading lore <laughs> entries in Metroid <laughs> Super Metroid. Yeah, you're just shooting cubes. You're just shooting cubes the whole time. <laughs> um, I I think a good point. I li- I think this is a good point that I would like to make is that I like to believe that Nintendo's th- those games from that time period, uh, the 2D games, as the our our uh, patron submitted. Though I think Nintendo almost perfected those games they yeah. did as much as mm-hmm. they could probably do with those i'm sure they can come out with some creativity if they went back to making just 2d games again but they did such wonders within that uh within those two dimensions that moving on the third to the third dimension there were just more challenges for them that they've worked at getting better at and better mm-hmm. at and better as we've seen over time so and they're obviously more complicated games so i feel like they did the they did a really amazing job with 2D. There's no reason to go necessarily back to that. I would love to see more games in that style because I, I, I personally love 2D games, especially 2D yeah. Nintendo games. Where do you stand with The Link Between Worlds? Um, like, I really like that. Okay. Cool. Um, so I would definitely like to see more of that. Like, uh, 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 I mean, in general, I just want to see more good games for Nintendo. I think that's like the best thing you can say about it. But I would say like they, they clearly moved on for a reason, not because technology demanded it, not because consumers demanded it, but because... Look at all the, the they have so many great 2D games that we've all seen. Look at SNA Classic and how many of those are first party games. It's it's pretty good. Like they did a pretty good job with their their biggest IPs in the second dimension. They're all classics. That's why they're so revered and why we constantly see them referenced and compared to. Like they, they, they it's time to move on. Like you know let's see what they can do in third dimension. But you know you know it gets harder and harder. I think to to be creative and innovate. Even in like 3D games or 2.5D games, as they're doing now as well, it's it's tough, you know. Yeah. And the fact that Nintendo can keep doing that is, oh, it's always surprising, and 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 it's a good feeling when you play a new Nintendo game, and you're like, no, it's gonna be more of the same. It's gonna be good, but it's gonna be the same. And you play, and you're like, oh, it wasn't more of the same. <laughs> they did different. How did they do that? I don't know. That's how I feel about that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, I think, but to answer the question, cause I beat around, the which bush one's there, better, which one's better. I have to say at this point, like the, 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 just the cumulative efforts of the collective efforts of the 3d games that they've made are probably better than the collective efforts of their 2d though. I think none of those could have existed without what they did. I want to yeah. stress that point. That it's sitting on the top of shoulders of some big giants there. Yeah. But there's just so many good 3D Nintendo games that have been made uh, in the past two decades. Um, I can't overlook that, that that volume. It's quality and volume. Yep. Um, any, anything else on that? Uh, Blood, did you pick? Uh, oh, I didn't know. I realized we were like specifically picking. You got to pick. You got to go ahead. <laughs> yeah, they want to know the answer. Which one's better? Um. Oh, so 3D all together over 2D. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it just it just comes comes down to volume. There are just fewer 2D games to identify. Um, yeah, because like what like Link to the Past, like that was the first time they like got away from all of those NES limitations, and then they just didn't go further down that road. You know, like I, I it would be interesting to see. I mean, they they did Link Between Worlds, but I feel like Link Between Worlds was in some ways, some ways keeping itself closer to the old style, while also like diver- it was weird, you know, like it wasn't like completely blank slate because they were going off of a Link to the Past. You know? Yeah, I mean, Four Swords Adventures does some things. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Four Swords Adventures. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Not my canon. 
Uh, it would be interesting to see like uh, like somebody you know in in the Nintendo Power they brought up Wario Land Shake It. It would be interesting to see uh, a Mario game that looked like that. It looked like Cell Animation. Yeah. What they would do? Oh with yeah. It. Well, uh, I mean, I guess they have Paper Mario. Super Paper Mario. Yeah, like what? Uh, I just want to point out what, like what what Cuphead did visually, like sure. that level of fidelity and reaching an aesthetic like that. Yeah. Amazing. I'd love not. I don't want Mario to look like Cuphead literally, but like I'd love to see a Mario game realize like a cartoonish aesthetic that you like. It looks like wow. This is not. I'm not <laughs> playing a video game. But it's so funny. It's hard for me to imagine even Nintendo rationalizing that budget and time. Oh yeah. I think they wouldn't. I just think what? they would never hand animate a game it's like a, that. Yeah, budget. I mean yeah. that's yeah. the thing. Like it, it would. It would probably have to be something more along the lines of Ori in terms of the way it's designed, where it looks more 2D, but it really you know isn't. It isn't hand drawn or something like that. Or they come up. There's with so those. many limitations that you run into doing a game that way. Yeah, Nintendo's been good at coming up with those creative art styles, like the, the yarn Yoshi Kirby yeah. like style. Like to, to oh, this looks great. It's two D. It's yeah. side scrolling, but the obviously it works because like they they kind of found like a quote unquote filter to to, to look ver- that that their system could realize and make it work well. Yeah. Versus doing like two D sprite hand animation. It's like eh, it's a little harder, more expensive. This is easier <laughs> to do. I don't know. I am assuming it was easier to do the yarn. Kirby, Kirby's Epic Yarn and Yarn Yoshi's visuals than doing an actual sprite-based new game. But I'm saying is like even Cuphead is even like another level beyond sprite. Oh based. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, Cuphead's like Cuphead's a yeah. Extremely that's expensive. like the budget for that's like yeah, gotta be and the time it would take is just yeah intense. Yeah, yeah I, I get your point. Um, so there, there you have it. Thank you for those questions, everyone. Again, five dollar up patrons, you can submit those questions uh, every other week. Uh, look out for that patron post uh, when it goes up. Uh, I want to thank you again for joining me, Mr. Bossman, Mr. Mm-hmm. Budworth. And uh, we have our trademark saying that we're all going to say for you as we sign off here. And on the... I think I know it. You know let, it? Let me test it right now, just before we go. Okay, okay. Kyle wasn't sure. We had a false start here. May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Yes. That's it? Yes. It. Yes. Okay. All yes. Right, right. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, ready? Yep. Uh... May, May the, the way, way of the, the hero lead to the Triforce. Triforce.